Welcome to the Farmer's Voice. I'm Alan Watts with Kentucky Farm Bureau. Our guest today, Mary Kate Cordes from Muhlenberg County. Mary Kate, tell us about your farming operation in Muhlenberg County. I live uh, outside of Central City, and uh, my father passed away several years ago, and my mother passed last year, and the farm then passed to my sister and I. And uh, it has been in our family for several generations, and uh, currently... Um, we do not grow any crops on our farm, but I have a partner that I have uh, a registered cattle herd with. What kind of cattle you guys raise? Tell me a little bit about the operation with your cattle. We have a cow-calf operation. Uh, primarily, it's Angus, uh, Key Angus, Semi Angus. Uh, we sell bulls and heifers. Uh, we sell privately to young people that maybe want to uh, have a project. Uh, for showing, and those that we don't sell privately, then, of course, we take to the to the market. We calve in the fall and the spring, and um, so it works out very well. How big a herd do you guys run? We run about 60 head. Enough to keep you busy then, all right? <laughs> it, yes, yes. Enough to keep my partner busy, yes. especially. You mentioned a little so. bit. Uh, you mentioned a little bit about. Tell me a little bit more about the history of the farm you, and, and where you guys got started. Mm-hmm. How many generations have been in your family and so forth? Well, I've not traced it back all the way um, to a certain extent. I do know that back in the early 1900s, that my granddad and his brother um, got some ground from their father. And uh, so I'm not exactly sure. The deeds that we have are illegible to read, honestly. <laughs> and uh, so we have copies of those, but we've not been able to uh, to get all the information off of them that we would like to have. But um, my family, I can remember when I was a child, my granddad farmed with a team of mules. And when my dad got out of the service, he uh, bought a tractor and uh, all of my granddad was always afraid to use it because he said it, it. he would just barely drive it in very low gear because he always was afraid it would use too much gas. And uh, also, I've often wondered what my granddad would think if he was back today and could see all this large equipment and see the technology and the things that have developed in the number of years since he has been was farming. And see how much fuel we're putting through some of these tractors and combines today, That's right? That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, tell me a little bit, but what does it mean to to have that legacy on the farm there for you? Well, it means a tremendous amount to me. Uh, of course, it's where my dad and his his uh, sisters were, were born and raised. It's where I was raised. My sister still lives there on that property. Uh, I only live about two miles down the road from there. But uh, it has meant so much to my family. Um, as my dad always said, you know, they don't make any more ground. And uh, that ground was very precious to him, and uh, he always wanted to preserve it and make sure that it was available to my sister and I uh, to pass on. And I hope to be able to do the same thing uh, to my kids. Let's talk about your involvement in your community and statewide as well with the organizations. Tell me what all you're involved in, what all kinds of things you're, you're a part of. Here locally, I am past president, uh, have been president a couple of times of our local uh, county fair association, and of course that takes a tremendous amount of of time and dedication from a lot of volunteers, and it takes a great team to put on a county fair. Um, I've served on the extension board in years past. 
um, involved in several other things. Currently, I serve as chair of the Muhlenberg County Tourism Commission, which is a fairly recently new um, appointment here in our county uh, that the physical court established just a few years ago. And our county judge at the time asked me to be involved with that because of my affiliation with agriculture. And we have a wonderful facility. I'm sure you have visited here in our county, the Member County Ag and Convention Center. And it is really a, a jewel in our county. And uh, I've worked for many years to uh, help make improvements and uh, promote and have activities there at that facility. I know you're involved in the State Farm Bureau Board as well. Tell us about that involvement. I am. <clears throat> Pardon me. I've been on the uh, County Farm Bureau Board now probably since about the early 1980s, which makes me sound really old, doesn't it? And um, all I started out, uh, they had asked me to write a, a newsletter column. Gary Huddleston had approached me about it at the time, and that's really kind of how my involvement got started. And uh, through the years, I just stayed with it and have uh, been fortunate enough to serve as the women's chairman and have had a lot of um, opportunities to go into the schools to present programs and read books and have activities and sponsor events for, um, I think, education is the key to keeping the agriculture story going. And um, I know people such as yourself uh, do a fantastic job of spreading the word, but we've got to start with the younger kids on that level and uh, bring them up. Um, our teacher workshops are so valuable and um, also it's um, education is just the key to to I think keeping the agriculture story being told and the misconceptions uh, being dismissed. Let's talk about the farm. What are some of the big struggles that are you see on the farm this day and time? I think for me, uh, right now, two things that are concerning to me is uh, I was hoping that the WOTUS rule was uh, had been taken care of, but it looks like it may be uh, coming back around again, and I think that's a challenge. And it's not only a challenge for the farm community, but it's a it's a challenge for anybody that owns property, uh, the implications of that. And the other thing, as I mentioned earlier, of how important the ground is, and um, my son currently farms, and, um, you know, he has three sons, and I think he would love to be able to pass uh, his farm someday on down to his children. And I think the inheritance tax is one of the, the big issues that faces today. Well, let's start flip, flip on the other side there for a minute. Uh, what do you love the most about the farm and the farm life? The thing I love the most was the opportunity to raise my kids um, on the farm, the lifestyle that they were able to enjoy, the uh, freedom to be able to, um, I don't know, participate in anything that they really wanted to. Uh, they were both heavily involved in 4-H as they were growing up. Uh, my son even high school rodeoed for a period of time. Uh, his uh, junior and senior year, and um, I don't think he would have probably had those opportunities or had those interests had he not been growing up on a farm. And you mentioned, I know you mentioned your family, the family continued to grow up on a farm there as well in the next generation. How important is it that you continue to watch them and see them and make sure they have that out there in the future? You mentioned inheritance tax and things like that, but how important is that to you to make sure they have that opportunity? I think it's it's very important to me. Uh, it's a love that I have, and I, and I know that my children have that love as well. Um, my son serves as currently um, as our County Farm Bureau president. He also serves on soybean board. And so I think that you see a um, 
continuation of the importance of people uh, being involved in those organizations, and we do that because of our families. Uh, we want to see that preserved for them and that them, regardless of what they choose to do in life, you want to be able to give them the opportunity that if they want to stay on the farm and they want to farm and continue that as their lifestyle, that they would have that opportunity. Our guest today, Mary Kay Cordes from Middleburg County. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.